Hey everybody, and welcome to an edition of Coach's Corner. I have an extra special show for you today. I'm bringing back Jill Esplin. A lot of you know Jill, especially if you've been in my world for a while now. Jill has worked with me for the past eight years. You can go back and listen to Coach's Corner we did probably two years ago about how we met and what she does and our start and everything, and we'll we'll link that up in the show notes. But today we're going to talk about something a little different. A lot of you out there are health coaches, life coaches, entrepreneurs, you're in sales, and one of Jill's many zones of geniuses, other than Taylor Swift songs, is enrollment and sales. She is extraordinary at it. Any of you that have come to a retreat that have been on an enrollment call with her probably know what what a like delightful process that is. So she is a coach as well and really helps people build their business and get comfortable with sales and enrollment and do discovery calls and stand in their value. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to hear from the queen of enrollment and business coach, Jill Esplin, who supports me and supports all of you and our business and our mission so, so much. And speaking of support, before we dive in, I want to talk for a moment about bras because they're very supportive, right? Right. (laughs) Right. So you always want to look your best around the holidays. And with so many parties, who has time to go to the store? I definitely don't. I don't even like going to the store. So when you finally pick out the right party outfit, don't let it be ruined by a bad fitting bra. This holiday season, give yourself the gift of third love. And gentlemen, you could give a lady in your life this gift. Third Love uses thousands of real women's measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that are super comfortable and make you look and feel great. Third Love offers bras in double A through G, as well as their exclusive half cup sizes. And I will be transparent and say I'm a half cupper. Yeah, my feet are half cuppers. <laughs> Obviously, my bras too. Anyway, TMI. With over 15 styles, including strapless and plunge, there's a bra for every holiday party look. And if you're not sure about your size, you can chat with a fit specialist, which is what I did, or take their fit finder quiz as you shop from the comfort of your own home. Because Third Love knows it's a season to spread cheer, they're offering you 15% off your first purchase so you can feel and look your best this holiday season. Go to thirdlove.com slash over it now to upgrade your holiday style with the perfect fitting Third Love bra and get 15% off your purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash over it for 15% off your first Third Love bra. Again, thirdlove.com slash over it. So Jill, welcome. Thanks. Welcome to our headquarters, Thanks. which is my house. <laughs> so excited to have this conversation with you. Scoot a little closer to the mic so that everyone can hear you. Tell me why you love enrollment and sales. So I love enrollment and sales. Oh my gosh, for so many reasons. But I think the biggest reason I love it is someone gets an opportunity to do something they really want to do. When someone's on the phone with me or reaching out, whether it's a retreat or coaching or or whatever it is, they have an interest and some part of them really wants to do it. And in most cases, not all, but in most cases, there's another part of them that's scared, timid, unsure. And and I love being able to support people into what they really, really want and working with the part that's timid, scared, unsure. Mm. So for the people that are life coaches, health coaches, sales entrepreneurs, and feel really uncomfortable on this part. Like they love coaching people. They love their product. They believe in themselves. But when it comes to offering up their services, they cringe. Or maybe they're great at talking about their services, but when it comes to 
answering the question, so how much is it? Right. They cringe or all of a sudden turn into a different person. Right. Can you answer both of those right. questions in terms of how to overcome those roadblocks? Right. So as Christine talks about, right, from the inside out approach. So I think there's two levels to this. One is the inside, right? What are your own limiting beliefs, your own fears, your own limiting money stories, your own judgments and misbeliefs around sales, around money? Because if you're holding those energetically, that's what's coming through. It doesn't matter the words you're saying. You can have every script in the world. You could be coached on the best way to ask the question. But if energetically you're holding fear or um, like scarcity around the conversation, people pick that up. So I think that's the first thing, getting really, really clear uh, with what money is, which is an exchange of energy and also really releasing any of your own blocks, conscious and working with even the unconscious of, of what those are. How do people release those blocks? Right. So how to release them? A couple ways. Um, oh my God, so many ways. I think there's a variety of books and resources. You could just Google like variety of, of books to help with your money story. One of our favorites. Um, what's that one that you always recommend? The Science that? of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles. Yes. I think I just like saying Wallace Waddles. <laughs> that too. <laughs> but it's like the most old school book and fundamental. It's super dry, but it's really good. Right. So if you're, if you're wanting like an old school book, that's a great one to begin with. Obviously, there's a variety of amazing authors and books to help you update your money story and exercises. You could just go to Amazon and, you know, let your intuition guide you. Another way is, is start interviewing people and talking openly about money. And, and what I mean by that is think of two, three people in your life that you're really inspired by how they show up in their finances, whether it's a house, a car, the way they give, um, people that inspire you and start getting curious, ask them, ask what they believe about money, ask what they, um, courses or ways they've had such a financially, I guess, savvy mindset, mm -hmm. right? There's beliefs and then actions. And in your own life, really catch yourself. When you find yourself in your own objection, oh, I can't afford this. Well, is that really true? Or is it more of that's not what you're choosing to spend your money on. You're choosing on something else. So watch as you go through. Look at your charge card at the end of the month. Go through each item and go, do I really need this? Is this a value? Is this an alignment with me? And get really clear in your own spending, your own investing, and, and be in integrity in that level. And also invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. Right, a lot of coaches will call me and they want to go on a retreat and they love Christine's work. And I get to the, the part of investing and they're like, oh, I just can't do that. And I'm like, oh, but you're a coach, right? And they're like, yeah, that's why I really want to come. I'm inspired by her. I love watching her coach. And I'm like, let's talk about this. And, and literally we'll have a conversation about them investing in them because that is one of the most powerful ways to connect with a potential client is sharing a time in your own life that you made an investment beyond what was comfortable. Um, and again, I say beyond what was comfortable because a lot of people are like, well, I invested in myself. I'm like, but was that a stretch? And they're like, mm, no. So I think those are a couple ways. Does that answer it? Yeah. And one thing that I love that you do and that we teach people when we're teaching coaches or anybody in sales or any entrepreneurs is turning objections into coachable moments. Mm -hmm. So give an example. Because a lot of people, someone will, they'll, they'll say the price mm -hmm. and the person will respond and we'll do some role play mm -hmm. later. We'll just kind of context everything and then maybe do a little role play. Mm -hmm. Um the person will say, oh, I can't afford that, mm -hmm. or I just had a big bill. And then 
the coach or the salesperson will be like, okay, we'll think about it and get back to me. And and they'll think because the person said, I can't afford it or I need to talk to my spouse or I'm saving up for whatever, that that's the end of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And what I love about you is like, that's actually the beginning of your conversation in so many ways. So how do you turn those objections into coachable moments? Right. So first off, I'd say is really put yourself in that person's shoes. So whenever I hear I can't afford it, I instantly go into curiosity. So on some part, they really do believe that they can't afford it. Whether or not that's true or not is another story. And and again, some people really at that point in time can't. And what I mean by that is it is a luxury. It's beyond what they could spend. Not everybody has a limiting money story. Sometimes they truly cannot add in an extra investment. But I would say 70%, even 80% of the time, they can afford it and there's something else stopping them or they have a limiting story. So again, the first thing I'd say is I get really curious. I hear them out. I ask them, you know, tell me more. When you say you can't afford it, what does that mean? And a simple question like that, and if some of you are thinking like, I can't ask that, like, should I ask about their charge card statement? In some cases, yes. And in other cases, no. I mean, there's no one blanket answer, but the energy of curiosity and authentically caring, people feel that. And they also open up because they get that you really want to help them. So back to the question, I'd say, well, what do you mean? What what does that mean to you? And, And that really opens the conversation. In most cases, they'll go in and tell me every detail. Well, I just bought a house and I have a lot of expenses and and they'll paint a picture of where they are. And now I could get in their reality. So the first, the first first key is get curious and really get in their reality so you could understand what that statement means. Mm. Well, okay. So let's maybe do a little role play right now okay. to kind of demonstrate what you just talked about. Because this okay. is so important for all you coaches and salespeople out there is don't let objections you, – you turn an objection into personal rejection, And you just completely shut down and you miss out not only on a sale or a client, but you miss out on really serving that person. And wait, one more thing I want to say for those listening, if you're still listening and you're like, this is interesting, but I'm not a coach. Um, But I've often been on a call with someone who is a coach. I just want to speak to that really quick too. This is really key because I know a lot of you are consumers of personal growth experiences. Um, The way someone responds, so let's say you're learning about a retreat, doesn't have to be Christine's, whoever, um, or another coach, and you reach out and on that first call, really check in with your intuition because I do think Um, And in general, I mean, I've talked to people like, oh, it's the worst experience. Like I'll tell some people like you're actually not aligned for our Mm -hmm. retreat at this time. And I'll give them coaching and I'll say what you really should consider is getting a therapist or what you really should consider is a grief counselor first. Or somebody else's retreat or whatever. Exactly. If they're wanting yoga, I mean – our retreat in the spring is not the retreat they should be coming to. No. <laughs> so, so and, and I'm just also for the people listening who aren't a coach, really check into your experience when you're on the receiving end. And I've heard people say sometimes, well, I signed up for this program, but something felt off. If something feels off from the get-go and it feels like they're just quote unquote trying to make a sale, don't ignore that. Like your intuition knows what's in alignment for you. And I always tell people that too. I say, there's nothing I'm going to say that's going to convince you that you are meant to go on this retreat. There's nothing I could say that's going to give you an inner yes to, to gift yourself this. Like really fully, I believe as a coach, your job is to ask the right questions, support them in their own journey, but 
But then set them free to meditate and really feel into, is this the right time? Is this the right investment for them? Right. It's not about, like dealing with objections is not about convincing them. It's not about using cognitive dissonance and fancy marketing words and NLP and and fear. Like I had a... um, a discovery uh, session with a dating coach who came highly recommended. This was recently because I'm so ready for my partner. And I'm like, well, maybe I have some blind spots. And so I get on the call with this guy and it was a good conversation. He had me in tears. I mean, he knew exactly what to say, you know, and um, and I knew like kind of what he was doing, but I was like, all right, he's saying some good things, some smart things. And, and then it got to the number part and like I couldn't make one of the calls like in terms of the timing and then he wouldn't tell me the price because like I wasn't committed to cancel things on my calendar to be able to do it. And it, it got so icky so fast. Like I hung up and I was like in tears and I felt like I needed to take a shower. And he was, he used like fear and manipulation and beating me down. Like that, that, like if you feel icky, like if you feel icky, it's a no. No. It's a no. If you feel a little nervous, a little scared, that's, that's okay. That's okay. Before hiring any of my coaches or making any big investments, I've been like, (gasps) not, not all of them because now I know that the return on them, like when I invest in me, it always comes back. But if there's any ickiness, it's a no. So coaching through an objection is, is not to convince someone. It's not to mind F them. It's it's really to serve them and to really see if their no is really a no or if it's a not now or if it's just I'm scared and I need some help making this happen. Right. And Christine said at the beginning, right, a lot of you like to coach. This is the opportunity in the yes. call to coach. Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's do role a little play. role play. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be the the – the client. Okay. Um, and what should we be enrolling me in? Coaching? Um, a coaching sure. package. How about a coaching okay. package? Okay. That's great. Okay. So I'll be client. So we've had this whole – so basically on the way that Jill does a discovery call, she doesn't do a free coaching session. She does a discovery call. And before we go into the replay, kind of tell we, – we discourage like giving away free consults. We believe more in doing discovery calls. So just briefly say what that is. Yep. So the discovery call is just that the discovery to see if it's a good fit. So usually in terms of where this person comes from, again, if you have an online platform, if you have Instagram, something social, they might find you there. They might be intrigued. They might want to learn more. So now we're at the place you've got to discover, is this a good fit? Um, If you're like, well, I don't have an online brand, but I'm a coach. Same difference. You meet someone at a party. Please, please, please do not spend 40 minutes at a holiday party talking about your services. That's (laughs) not the place. It's a very in-depth conversation. You want to really be able to have that person feel safe and have them share. And, you know, continually getting interrupted with someone passing hors d'oeuvres or asking if you want a beer is probably not the best place for a conversation in a moment like that. You would say, you know, oh, I really see, you know, we've talked about fitness for the last five minutes. I'd love to support you deeper. I'm a coach. Would you be open to a call next week? Well, what's a call? That's just where we see what you're looking for and what I do if there's a fit. Does that interest you? Yeah. Great. Exchange numbers, put it on the calendar. Now, voila, we're at the 
Right, and you don't leave it up to the person to call you. Like, people ask me for my cards. You guys, I don't have cards. I haven't had cards in I don't even know how long. So if I have a thing where someone's like, oh, let me have your card, I'll be like, give me your information and I'll follow up with you. Because you don't want to leave it on them to follow up with you. You want to follow up with them. Um, I just want to say one thing. And and again, if you're a coach right now and you're spending two hours on the designing your business card, (laughs) I promise you this, someone's not going to hire you as a coach because you have an awesome logo or an awesome tagline or an awesome website none of that they're gonna hire you because you made an impact on them and because there's a true connection i can't stress it enough i tell that every client i coach and every person who's looking to build a business get on the phone get on the phone get on the phone a card nowadays is is literally trash yeah it's going in the trash yeah (laughs) yeah hopefully with the recycles exactly Okay. Okay. So we've had a discovery call. And before this discovery call, I filled out some kind of intake form, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because we have a system where if you are interested in coaching with me or Jill, you go and fill out a short questionnaire talking about, you know, what you're looking for, what your major blocks are, Mm -hmm. things like that. So we have some context. Jill has read my intake form and we've had a conversation about what I'm looking for and some of my blocks. And she hasn't really coached me. She's just really listened and reflected back some things to me. And now I'm at the point where it's like 20 minutes in maybe. And I'm at the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, this sounds really good. Um, Like I really feel like you could help me with things. So how much is it to work with you? So before, if I haven't got to this point, if she says how much it is to work with me, I would say great question. I'm so glad you're interested. I'm going to get to that. First, let's talk about what I think I'm going to help you with. And be really clear before you state a price, letting them know what it is essentially they're investing in. Because sometimes I I hear coaches, they like, listen, 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 listen. Then it gets to that question. Well, how much is it? And they say a number and the person's like, okay. And again, let's be honest. This is an intangible, right? If I go to the crystal store, I'm looking at a crystal and the lady says to me, this crystal is $120. Great. I'm going to walk out with a crystal. When someone purchases something for thousands of dollars and literally they get off the phone with nothing, that, that, especially if it's a first time investing, that, that, it, it, it's it's a mismatch at times. So you get to paint a picture and be really clear about what they are investing in. So in this case, Christine or the client would say, well, how much is it? And I'd say, great question. I can't wait to share that. First, let me tell you what I think we would coach on. And then after this 20-minute call, I would use her words and state back. I said, you know, in listening to you, what I think we'd really work on in the next three to four months is this. And I would state it back. One, really looking at the ways people-pleasing is impacting you both in your relationship and at work. Two, increasing the way you talk to yourself and increasing the positivity and the self-love in your life and decreasing the ways you're hard on yourself and put yourself down. And finally, I know you mentioned career and direction. We'd spend some time in exploration, again, looking at who you are and where you want to go. That's really what came up for me and in the beginning of this process. Of course, more could come up. It's client-directed. You are the one leading this whole process. You are the curriculum. Is there anything else that you think we should work on? And I would ask them and see. You don't have to know it all. So if we were role-playing it, I'd ask that question Mm -hmm. and you would say? I'd say, well, um, I mean, I don't have that great of a relationship with my body. Like, I criticize it a lot, and I fluctuate with, like, eating well and exercising and totally rebelling. Great. So then I'd hear her and say, yeah, that really sounds like that's another way that you're um, self-beating yourself. So that's a specific area, as I shared earlier, about 
falling more in love with yourself. So I'll write that down too. And that would be another area we could dive deeper in. Is there anything else? Like, I just want to make sure that they are clear with what they're investing in. And, and that's important because if you don't say something and you get off the phone and they're like, well, I needed to talk about X, Y, Z. They didn't even ask about that. Well, you don't know what to ask about. There's so many facets of their life. Mm -hmm. So I really want them to tell me. And like Christine said, we're not convincing them. It's like they're in this process convincing themselves. And as Christine always says on the podcast, you're pretty much giving them permission to move forward in the areas they want. Yeah. Yes. So is there anything else or does that sum it up? No, I mean, I really, I just, I really want to know how much it is. Great. So what we just talked about, do you think that's supportive for you? And do you feel like the connection we have on the phone is something that you would want to move forward in? Yeah. How much is it? Okay. Awesome. Now here's the point. I'm asking her if she feels this supportive because she keeps going back to the price. The reason I'm not just giving it right away, I'm going to give it, but I need to know that she really does believe that coaching is a good fit for her. Mm -hmm. If I just give the price, later they could come back and say, oh, it's actually not a good fit. Well, now I know. She just told me she is interested. It does feel like an alignment. So it's important to reflect back to them and make sure they actually want what you're offering. Then I would say, great. So in terms of the investment, what that looks like is, and then I would go into the package. So it's a partnership with me. We work together for three months. You have consistent support, unlimited email. I'm really a partner in your life. Unlike therapy, you don't have to hold everything in and come once a week. So the investment, different than therapy, it's not just an hourly, it is a package. And I'm a partner in your life. Every other week we have a session, and then I'm here to support you. For that, that would look like, and then fill in the blank, whatever your price is. And if your question now is, well, what is that? You have to come up with that. Some coaches start at 1500 Some start at 10000 I mean, right? Mm -hmm. The range on coaching is so vast. I would say when people say, well, how do you know? Pick a number that feels aligned with you and you don't like freak out saying it, right? If I said right now to coach with me is $1 million, right? I'd be like, oh, no, yeah. that was Tony Robbins. $1 million would probably be under what his coaching rate right. is. Yeah. So, so I'm not going to say a number because the number really doesn't matter. What does matter is that it's a number that you're comfortable in a little bit in a stretch. So right now, just think what number you would say. If it was a gut reaction, what would you say? Yeah, and apply this if you're selling a product, apply it if you're selling like whatever, like whatever it is you're enrolling somebody in. So that number, whatever it is, then I would say, well, how do you know if this is a good starting point? Okay, well, if you're getting yeses on all of your calls, I'd say that number's too low. If you're getting no's on all of your calls, I don't think you're that bad of an enroller. Your price is probably too high. So I would pick a number and then start having these conversations. I'd go for 40 to 50%. Yes. So whatever number you start with, let's just, for the sake of this, I'm going to say 1,000. Say 1,000. And then if you're like, okay, I'm comfortable with that, great. Kick it up a little. 1,600. I'm a starting coach. I want to get into coaching. That feels like a good number. Again, you might be coaching for 10 years. I mean, the number doesn't matter. I'm just using that number. So I kind of want to give you some guidance on that because a lot of times people ask me, how do I determine my rate? Mm -hmm. That That's a great way. And, and then you start getting feedback. So I would say my number, and then I would be completely quiet. quiet. Yeah. And we also don't believe in having a variety of packages. No. Because it's confusing. One number. If you do this, you get this. And if you get this, you get a guided meditation. You get this, an aura reading. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Don't make multiple packages. One package. Right. One package. I have one package to coach with me. Jill has one package to coach with her. It's very simple. We don't offer multiple things. Right. So let's go back to the role play. So okay. I say nothing. I wait. So I say it's 
Right. No, no. Oh, wow. That's more than I thought it was going to be. I, oh, wow. Mm. Okay. So this is now where you don't go, oh, well, what did you think it was going to be? <laughs> What's in your budget? Let me try to work with you. Oh, oh no. No. No, you don't do that. That's pretty much saying. Because you're enabling them at that yeah. point. I have no faith in you, and I absolutely don't believe you can manifest this money or have potential. So I'm going to lower my rates because I also don't believe in me that much, and I'm willing to do anything just to get a client. Boo. Boo. Not very powerful or empowering. <laughs> They're like, so what do I do? And not great modeling, right? No. All right. Okay, so let's go back. So I just said, ooh, wow, like, yikes, that's more than I thought. I don't think I can afford that. Okay, I hear you. So so tell me more. I just want to understand a little bit of your financial picture. And always ask for permission. The last thing you want to do is offend someone. So are you open to having a conversation a little bit more about your finances so we could potentially brainstorm ways to do this? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, but I don't even know, like, uh, what good that will do. Like, I just don't have that money. Okay, well, let me ask you this. When we were talking on the phone, you sounded pretty excited about coaching. So on a scale of 1 to 10, 10's like, I want to do this so bad one I could care less. How big of a priority is coaching for you? Give it a real answer. Well, I mean, changing the things in my life that we talked about is a 10. And I'm just, you know, there's also a part of me that's like, is coaching really going to help me do those things? Like, I want to change them, but it's coaching to guarantee that I even can. Okay, I hear you. Well, here's what I could say. I've never had a client invest in coaching and say, I wish I didn't do that. Mm. Never. So I have a strong hunch that making this investment would bring you further along into making those changes than by not doing coaching. Would, would you agree with that? I mean, I'll have to take your word for it because like, I've never worked with a coach. I've only had a counselor. Okay. And what was your experience working with the counselor? I mean, it was good. It helped me become aware of a lot of things. Um, I just like wasn't able to kind of create a lot of the changes that I wanted to make. Right. And why did you reach out to me again? Well, you came highly recommended mm -hmm. and I really resonated with your story mm -hmm. and um, some of your client testimonials. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. I just thought you could help me. I do too. So, so here's the thing. I believe you can actually get the changes on your own. I'm not saying you can't. In fact, it was Harvard or Stanford. I forget. One of the big schools. They actually did a study and they said without a coach, you'd be 10% likely. So if you and I never met again and you went off and did your thing, there's a percent. There's, there's a, I'm not saying you can't, but I also know in the same study, it was, I think it was like 87%. It was a huge number of with a coach, with the accountability, with the awareness, with the change, people are willing and ready to make a change. So, so let me go back to, I think, why um, coaching for you would be beneficial. But more so, let me ask you this. What else in your life? Give me things in your life that you would say are a 10. Again, you totally value, you invest in this. What are those things? Uh, I mean... I kind of just pay my bills. Okay. So you're talking that- Sometimes I've saved up for a trip. Okay. And, and with your trip, now notice what I'm doing. I'm still just getting all their pieces. I'm not trying to convince them. I don't have any sales lines. I'm just trying to get a picture. So there's I no really, script. 
I really don't know at this point if her situation is like, I live paycheck to paycheck. I literally pay my car, pay my rent. There is no disposable income. If that is the situation, that still doesn't mean that she's not the right client. That means we have to talk and get creative and talk about revenue generating ideas. And again, believe me, I have had people sell wedding rings. I have had people sell jewelry. I had one lady stand on the streets in New York and say they really want to go to Bali and raise $800 in literally an eight hour period. And people gave her money for her vision to go to New York or to go to Bali on the streets in New York. I mean, when you could get people in the mindset of possibility, anything's possible. But I do not yet know in this situation if she truly doesn't have any extra funds or if we can actually look at ways to reallocate funds. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm kind of right now doing the, the curiosity digging. And if she has an open energy, I'm going to keep going. If her energy starts to get closed, I'll say that. I'll say, so I'm just perception checking. My senses right now, you're, the energy shifted. In the conversation, you were really expansive when you were talking about what you want to create. Right now, I, I notice a different energy. Do, do you want to tell me what's going on? And P.S. Just for everybody, like we, Jill and I didn't plan this at all. Like, so she has no idea what I'm going to say. I'm like, I'm, I'm pulling out my old acting skills. They're pretty good. <laughs> they are good. Um, well, I mean, I just, I'm honestly just like a little frustrated because, you know, when you ask that question, like, what do I invest in? Mm-hmm. I just. I feel like I haven't been able to invest in some of the things that I want to invest. And this happens a lot. Like I get excited about something and then I just – I feel like I can't do it. Like I mean I don't – the money isn't there, you know. Like Mm -hmm. I understand that this could be really beneficial to me, but I don't – I can't like just like pull it out of a hat. Totally. Totally. I'm going to teach you some magic. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get you to pull a rabbit. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't say that. That's too cheesy. Uh, no, but, but no, I that hear you. That is really cheesy. I'm glad you wouldn't say that. No, I, but I would make a joke or say something, right? And I'm going to say, you know, I really hear you. I hear that you're, you know, making ends meet. I hear that you're literally not spending beyond your means right now. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been in debt yourself and or did you ever grow up in a household that literally you experienced a lot of debt or poverty? Well, not debt or poverty, but money was like like a, a source of argument for my parents a lot. Okay. Like there wasn't – it wasn't like we were living in poverty, but there wasn't a lot to spare. Okay. Got it. So – and the reason – and again, I'll tell people. Um, and the reason I'm asking this question is because I'm just trying to understand a little bit more of your money story. And in listening to you in our earlier conversation and now, it sounds to me like you're really just doing what you know, what you've seen in your family, and you're mirroring that. Would you agree with that? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So so again, if you're a coach, and you're like, I want to coach. Look where I'm coaching. And the objection part. Yeah. So would you consider and would you be excited about the idea of actually shifting your own story with money and shifting the intergenerational patterns you have with money? Would that be something that interests you? Yeah, I have no idea how to do that. Okay, well, good. You're talking to a coach. (laughs) So, So are you open just, let's go into a little brainstorm mode right now and stop the whole thing thinking about money and coaching and investing in this. Let's focus on your skills and gifts. Can you do that? Yes. Okay. So tell me, just gut reaction, what would you say your top five skills and top five gifts that make you um, uniquely you? Oh, that's a hard question. I think I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm loyal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I'm a hard worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm creative. Great. And um, I think I I have a desire to like be better. You know, like mm-hmm. I have a desire to grow. Cool. So all of those qualities, as I was listening, I thought of at least three ways for you to use those skills and gifts and bring in money. Those okay. came up for me really fast. Three ideas. Okay. Would you have any ideas of from the qualities you I want to hear said? your ideas. <laughs> okay. Do you have any ideas? I mean, if you had to guess what you think I'm going to say. I had some very quick ideas that I was like, yeah, this, this would be a, a great way for her to earn some extra revenue and in this type of job. Would you have any idea what those are? I mean, I'm not going to stand on a street corner and, and with a sign if that's what you're going to tell me to do. No, 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 no. I heard loyal. I heard hardworking. Okay. Yeah. So are you open, again, to bringing in more revenue? Do, do you have extra time in your life? I can make it. Okay, good. I love that. I love when people say, I have no time. Believe me, we put our calendars with what matters. So um, some ideas that came up. And again, these are just ideas. These aren't anything you have to do. I'm just trying to brainstorm with you. And you're going to have some homework. Also, notice the time. So at this point, I would wrap this up with her. And then I would also give her some homework. So I would say the ideas that came up for me immediately, babysitting. I mean, I those qualities you said, if I was a mom, I have so many mom friends that talk about needing a good babysitter and trusting someone. Does that speak to you at all? Oh. I don't know. I feel like I'm too old to babysit. Okay. Well, we'll come back to that. If you have absolutely no energy around it, and again, there's, right, what you really want and what you can lean into. Another idea. Again, just ideas coming in that you can do. I'm not saying you have to do. Uber driver. That takes commitment. That takes loyalty. That takes the kindness. Oh my gosh. Some of my Uber drivers, they like make my day when they're joyful and funny and sweet. Any of that, does that speak to you as an idea? I'd be nervous as a woman. Like, what if I pick up like a crazy person? Possible. <laughs> okay, more ideas. I'm being, get, I'm being a challenging client on purpose. Okay, but do, do you get what I'm, I'm telling the client, now, not Christine, yeah. but do you get what I'm doing? I'm really saying if these are my skills and gifts, how can I bring in extra revenue? Because mm-hmm. I have had clients and I have seen people come on retreats and coach with us, really leverage their skills and gifts. Yeah. They leverage photography. They leverage service-based things like babysitting. Um, I forget, what do you do again professionally? I'm an administrative assistant. Oh my gosh, an administrative assistant. That's like everyone's dream. They need help on like... Yeah. Well, and you know, one thing is like I haven't been given a raise in two years. Okay. And I've been scared to ask. Right. Right. So so once again, so here's what I'm going to say. I'm mindful of the time. What I love to do, and you can always extend the call, what I'd love to do is, is give you a little homework now and get on another call. Is that something you're open to? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So your homework, I would say, with your skills and gifts, list out, we'll say five. Five ideas that you, again, those are just mine. You might have hated them. Maybe you're like, I would never babysit. I don't even like kids. Great. Don't do it. List out potential ways you could bring in more money. And that kind of get you excited. Um the only rule is there are no rules. So as long as it's legal, just get creative. Let your creative juices fly. Okay. Then next week, are you open next week, say Tuesday? Yeah, after work is a good time for me to talk. Okay, like 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time? Like 6. Perfect. That, that actually works in my calendar. So 6 o'clock next week, let's continue this conversation. Set about 20 minutes aside, and we'll just continue talking. 
Okay. 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 Cool. Scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's what I would do. People think you have to get a yes within 30 minutes. No. No. I would talk to her next week for 20 minutes. I would see how she did with her homework. I would see if she moved into the energy of expansiveness. If she was still in, I don't want to do this. I have no abilities. Then I would honestly be like, you're not my ideal client because our ideal clients are willing. I mean, I worked with one girl for at least six months getting her ready to invest in coaching. We looked at her budget. We scaled back things she was wasting money on that she had no clue she was spending money on. She found revenue services, you know, like the $9.99 a month. You don't even know what they are. She's like, I spent $200 in the last two years on a service she didn't even know. So, so it's a process and it's a journey. So that's, again, I worked with the objection. If you're thinking, yeah, but, but she didn't say yes, we, we don't know that next conversation and mm-hmm. we definitely don't know when it's a yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then you'd have the follow-up conversation and then you kind of keep working with her. So you guys get the gist of this. And the amazing thing is Jill coaches people on how to do enrollment, right? Like yes. you work with clients. Oh so, my gosh, I love it. So tell tell people like who your kind of ideal client is in terms of who you work with. And maybe some people out there may want to work with you that are kind of like stuck and hey, like sometimes, you know, in terms of building our business, health coaches, life coaches, anyone in sales – you don't necessarily need a coach that's going to help you with like the psychological limiting beliefs. You actually need someone to help you with the enrollment part because that is the part that leads to conversion and a part where so many helpers, because oftentimes the gift, that's why I'm so happy to have Jill. I've learned how to do enrollment over time. She's better at it um, because often when we have, I'm pretty good too. Um, I've learned, but oftentimes when we have that gift, but but, not because I'm a great salesperson. I mean, I was an agent back in my former career. I care so much and I, I believe in the transformation and I believe in the services that we're offering. So, you, you know, if you really, really believe in what you're doing and you're not enrolling, your business isn't scaling, you probably just have some blocks around selling. Because a lot of times when we have that helper gene, we feel guilty taking money and we get into bargaining and bartering and discounting and all those kinds of things. So tell people what it's like to work with you. Right. So who I love working with are people who are really, and again, I do quote unquote life coaching. That's one part. And then the other part is business coaching. And I say business coaching because I love when the person is coming to me to really say, I want to get my business to the next level. I want a partner to brainstorm ideas with, to create a content calendar with, to role play these conversations. Um, I had a client a few days ago, the day we had like a Tuesday coaching call and we role played variety of conversations. She had three upcoming calls and the next day she sent me a picture of the check and she was like, oh my gosh, it went amazing. And she came in like so scared of asking for her new package rate. And Literally within a week and a half, we were celebrating her asking for a a rate that was at least five times what she was charging. She literally shifted her whole packages, which was literally in right relationship to what she was offering. She was completely undercharging for the last probably year or two, Mm -hmm. and she knew it. So I love working with people who are really ready. Some people say, oh, I want a business coach. And then we get on the calls and they kind of have a lot of excuses. So it's the person that goes, I'm ready. I've got as far as I could on my own. I have the certification or I'm in the process of a certification or feel like I want to do this. How do I bring in some more clients? And I help you come up with, when I say partners, meaning maybe it's an acupuncturist, maybe it's a yoga partner, but like coming up with your funnels. That's the biggest thing. Where are you getting your clients from? Instagram alone is not the best (laughs) idea. It's a good idea. It's one of many. But we could come up with four or five essentially funnels of where these people will come from. So we do relationship maps and sales maps. And I give you 
literally though, we role play and scripts and working with objections and and just turnkey processes that I've that work. seen work in Christine's business and other businesses. And mostly I just love seeing you get to do what you love more and help more people. So that's really why I'm passionate about it. And it's fun. And who I help anyone in a service-based business. So if you like own a storefront, probably not the best coach for you. But if it's, I mean, local coach, florist, fitness people, trainers, any coaches, like people in a service-based business, chiropractors, those are really like the people I love. Awesome. Well, you love all people. I I love all people, but I love working and supporting those. I feel like I understand it. And how do people... If they want, if they want to work with you or yeah. inquire about it or have a discovery yeah, call. A discovery call. It's the email you always hear on the podcast, jill at christinehasler.com. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you, Jill. Thank you for um, sharing all this amazing information. I know this is going to be super valuable to a lot of people. And thank you for making my life so fun and easy. I love it. And I, I want to – Thank two of our sponsors before we sign off for today. Speaking of easy, Sun Basket has made my life a lot easier this holiday season. So between planning for the holidays and balancing the rest of your life, it sometimes feels like cheese and crackers is totally acceptable for dinner. That's why Sun Basket is here to help. Sun Basket makes it easy to stick to your healthy habits and cook delicious meals at home. You pick from 12 weekly recipes and they deliver organic and clean ingredients right to your door. Everything is pre-measured and easy to prep so you can get a healthy and delicious meal on the table in about 30 minutes. I love this. I got my Sun Basket box two days ago and I made this awesome yummy salmon dish that came with it and I've got a refrigerator full of other ingredients. It's as easy as going to the Sunbasket app and picking from a delicious menu full of choices like gluten-free, lean and clean, paleo, or vegetarian. And I love this. Sunbasket works with the best organic farms and suppliers to bring you fresh seasonal produce that is organic and non-GMO. So important. So skip the grocery store and the parking lot madness. Discover how easy it is to get healthy, clean meals on the table with Sunbasket. And then you don't have to be overwhelmed. So many people are overwhelmed with cooking and recipes and so on and so forth. So go to sunbasket.com slash over today to learn more and get $35, 35 bucks off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash over it for $35 off. And for those of you who are looking to buy a new car or a used car, in order to feel comfortable you're getting a fair price, you need pricing context, information that empowers you to feel confident. With True Car, you'll see what other people in your local market paid for the car you want. From there, you can connect with a True Car certified dealer and enjoy a more confident buying experience. Again, once you register with True Car, you, you will see real pricing on actual inventory. It's all about transparency. We love transparency. This is competitive pricing offered to you only by a True Car certified dealer for an actual vehicle on their lot. It's pricing you'll see before going to the dealership so you can feel confident when you show up. With True Car, you'll connect with a local certified dealer of your choosing so you can enjoy a quick, easy buying experience. So looking for a car for the holidays? Use True Car to save an average of over $3,000 off MSRP. Again, when you're ready to buy, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. All right, everybody. Thank you, Jill. Did you use True Car? I used True Car. Oh, oh come. Come oh. talk about your experience. True Car is amazing. As a enroller, as a salesperson, I love it. It was so fun. I saved, I don't know, honestly, probably $3,700. It was good. And it made it so 
so easy and I got the car in my dreams. Yay. Genuine endorsement. Love that. <laughs> well, I always have genuine endorsements. Always. We only endorse. But I've used it and loved yes, it. Yes. Yes. Awesome. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this Coach's Corner, a little window into our world. All you coaches and enrollers and salespeople, get out there. We need you in the world. Time to get over your own internal objections and really stand for your value and build your practice and business. We believe in you. We stand with you. Much love and many blessings. Until next time. 